Hello, and welcome to the Partner Connection. This is Dell Technologies Partner Program Podcast. I'm Cheryl Cook, and today I'm delighted to be speaking with David Melendrez, who's our Global Account Manager at AMD and a great partner of ours. Hi, David. Thanks for joining. Hi, Cheryl. Good morning, and thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this day. It's almost like uh, Christmas all over again. <laughs> well, I know our partners are going to be thrilled to hear all the exciting things that we have underway together. So why don't you just share for everybody about your role with AMD and your connection to Dell and our partner community? In a nutshell, as a GAM, I focus on one account, and that account is Dell. When I look at what I do, it's the focus with channel sales teams at Dell as well as the partners in the Americas region. So I support Canada, US, and Latin America. And it's all for one thing. We want to drive more business for AMD-based PowerEdge 15G servers. My background, six years here at AMD now, but before that, I was at Dell for 16 in various sales and marketing roles. In my six years here, I've focused all exclusively with Dell, either with ProGraphics, Commercial Client, or now with Epic, our server CPU. I eat, sleep, think, dream, talk, uh, you name it, how to drive our business together. And when you look at that, it's, you know, what is the accomplishment so far? And in a nutshell, I mean, it's been success together. I mean, that's an understatement. Epic business at Dell is a growing business, and it's a growing business in the channel. Right now, Dell is AMD's number one Epic sales leader, uh, hands down. And for me, that is exciting because what that identifies is this unprecedented growth you guys have. You're on your demand right now is driving at about 2x for Epic-based PowerEdge. And, and that means it's a growing, a growing part of PowerEdge mix. Well, and you might even say that we're having Epic performance. Uh, you would say that most <laughs> definitely hands down. And... and uh, <laughs> And uh, to go further on that, it's really blowing the doors off of what we do with anybody else. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm really, I'm absolutely having a ball doing what I do. We're delighted with the partnership. And as you commented, I mean, the market just needs more technology, not less. And we've all realized that even in these unusual, unnatural circumstances we find ourselves in for the last 18 months, we've never been busier the performance has never been stronger. We're having record earnings, as you would have just seen in the company. So we appreciate your partnership. So why don't you share more about the focus around your Epic processors, why they're so relevant in the data center, why we're enjoying such mutual success together? Absolutely. Great question. And that is what I like to talk about when I talk to partners, when I talk to sales teams. When I look at it, you think about what our CEO, Lisa Sue, says about AMD. And her comment is, we are in the business of offering high-performance compute. And from that perspective, there's a number of important points, I think, that Epic brings to the forefront for partners. First and foremost, we have a very, very highly innovative server CPU. And what I mean by that is it's a difference in design. And this design innovation really makes it more efficient at processing. And when you think about the efficiency, what that does is, as you mentioned earlier, Epic Performance, it offers a performance advantage for data center customers. 
And I don't know anybody out there that doesn't want to have some type of advantage in their business. And so we are offering with Dell this option to provide customers, really. And sometimes I get snickers from people and when I say alternative competitive choice, because it's now becoming that premier competitive choice. And when you have choice, you have competition. And when you have competition, you open up all kinds of opportunities for business. Secondly, when you think about what partners are looking for, a bright, shiny object, hey, that's cool. But you know what is your reliability like? Can I trust you? <laughs> you know, and they want to work with people that they have a relationship with and that they can trust. And we have been with Epic now since uh, I think the summer of 17, 2017. And since then, from our first gen to our current third gen, we have had very successful product introductions and execution to our roadmap. And that is something that's refreshing because you say what you do and you do what you say. And we'll have another fourth generation processor coming in next year. And that'll be aligned with a new server launch as well. And with each launch, we keep getting more and more ecosystem partners joining us, having our product aligned, validated, certified, et cetera, whatever you want to call it, with their product. So think of the Microsofts, the VMwares, the NVIDIAs, the Oracles, Docker, Broadcom, you know, hardware, software, OS, those folks are beating a path to AMD's door to be aligned with Epic. When I got into this business, Cheryl, <laughs> it was kind of funny because I was always a client guy. Uh, either CPU on the client side or GP on the client side. So I deep dived into learning more about the data center business. I kind of refer to myself as the accidental channelist because my uh, exposure to channel business previously wasn't really high. What I found was an absolutely fantastic video that was both your CEO and our CTO and our CTO having just a conversation, kind of like what we're doing today. And one of the things that the Dell CTO had to say was that AMD did an incredible job just listening to the feedback that Dell got from customers and adding features, capabilities, you name it, the cores, the IO, the memory, all those things that went into allowing Dell to create these unique platforms. And unique they are, I might add, in terms of single socket, only type platforms, dual socket with multiple IO capability. But those were the innovations that they previously, Dell, that is, weren't able to do. And so when you can provide your partner, in this case, Dell, the capability to innovate at a platform level, I think that speaks volumes in terms of how our relationship is going and what that would mean to partners. Lastly, it's what we see as our go-to-market strategy. Channel is critical. We've been expanding in the channel a lot. We hired a guy, Terry Richardson, from HPE, of all places. We didn't even give him a chance. He said he announced his retirement, and then he came to work for us. And uh, he's the seasoned kind of guy, channel leader, that can build a program. And I mean, he immediately gives us huge channel credibility and a seat at the table with partners. And so that's on the leadership side. He is on a tear to create this channel facing business side as well. And whether that's in terms of the sales teams, the technical teams, 
the programs that we do with engagement, either expanding funding, training, sales, enablement, rebates, you name it, seed units, et cetera. And so we see is this expansion going on in terms of coordinating our sales teams with your sales teams and presenting a joint AMD Dell picture to partners. On a personal note, I'm having a wonderful time. I've been investing time. We've got MDF to use for programs on a quarterly basis. And really my objectives have been to support the inside and the outside sellers at Dell to grow their revenue, increase their learning and development. This COVID time, there's a whole lot of wellness programs we're doing with folks as well. And it's paying off with positive results. We're seeing a lot of business for our platform going through channel. And I think that that is key to what's happening across the board. And on a final note, I'll tell you, (laughs) I was awarded the North American Channel Partner of the Year. And when I got that email from Sean Trotter, uh, you hoot it. (laughs) My wife came in and says, what's going on? I said, look, 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 look. So I'm just, like I said, I'm having a ball. We're growing. And uh, when you throw innovation, choice, competition, reliability, trust, teamwork, I mean, these are all the things that customers, partners understand, and they want to have more of. And so I'm aligned with that approach. It's clear to see that you've got a little bit of the religion and you've got channel in your blood. I like to internally tell people all the time, it's like, once you get channel in your blood, you just can't let it go. Stay really exciting, stimulating part of the business. And for all the success that we're both enjoying, the channel business in Dell now from a revenue perspective is a little over half the company's revenues. So we wouldn't be realizing the data center success, the server growth, and all that we've been discussing candidly without the expertise and the reach and the momentum that the channel has been delivering for us and a lot of these shared partners. So I know our partners will be excited to hear the renewed focus that AMD is going to apply both with the leadership with Terry and the others and how we can more formalize our joint go-to-market efforts and activities and alignment of our programs, as well as our plays and go-to-market to continue the momentum and continue to accelerate it. So I've been describing this crazy pandemic time. It's like while we're apart, we've never been busier because the world certainly isn't sitting still and there's more than enough opportunity that our shared customers need our help and they need the help and advice that our partners really bring and deliver. And as we know, the market is moving to workload-centric, outcome-centric, very tailored systems. So describing the ability for Dell to go innovate and create new platforms and systems all powered by your Epic processors, really just a great illustration of that. So we're about a few weeks into our second half of the year, and we're talking about record performance for the company and for many of our partners What do you see in the second half? What do you see in the future here as we jointly focus on the second half of our fiscal year? When I look at the second half, I have three things I kind of focus on in terms of my business with Dell and our business with partners. And that is, first and foremost, continue this growth trajectory, both in revenue 
as well as in market share. When you look at the partner level, it's looking at growth at the base, but also supporting their growth targets, be it in revenue and, and profitability. Right now, holy cow, I mean, we are seeing a very strong broad-based demand environment. We're seeing a strong preference at Dell with Dell customers for AMD products and in a very, very broad overall adoption, particularly in the enterprise and the commercial markets for PowerEdge-based, uh, AMD Epic PowerEdge. It's across the realm. I mean, I support channel across all of the Americas. When I slice down into some other segments, I also support medium business. There is an overlap there. And so we're looking at being able to drive more business in the SMB space, in the tier one space, in the enterprise space. And it can be broad-based. We've got partners in the channel realm that are cloud-centric, so to speak, or offering some type of co-location. But whether it's on-prem, off-prem, in the cloud, at the edge, you're right. It's the workload. And when you look at what we've done, and I mean, you guys did more business in the first half than you did all of last year. You'll double your business AMD-based power edge this year. And what's driving that is workload. People are saying that that performance, that capability, that value that PowerEdge and AMD bring together is really, really, really supporting what they're doing. So whether it's the new XE8545 running the AI and machine learning workloads, the C6525, which is that really dense platform for HPC, we're in VxRail and as well as some other HCI uh, platforms with you. And then just in general, whether it's a single socket, dual socket, rack-based for analytics, data analytics, or virtualization, or just general database running, there's a platform for that. And when you look at what we're doing on programs, that is really fun because it's, again, that focus on growth. And we're funding a lot of stuff with you on a quarterly basis. And dude, I got a perfect example because Right now, for the second half, we're doing a multi-partner seed unit program with you guys for your R7525 platform, as well as the XC8545. So that mix in terms of, hey, enterprise SQL VDI stuff, as well as the machine learning and AI stuff. And we're partnering with, you know, I think maybe 20 different partners, both in commercial and Fed. And this is offering them the systems resources for training. There's KPIs for them to create demand gen for marketing campaigns and programs and white papers. But the idea is this is a one-to-many type of use case where the objective really is to drive a significant number of opportunities for the rest of this year and into 2022 with these selective partners. I got to hand it to you. The proposal that was laid out, it offered measurable targets for ROI, customer engagement, expected opportunity for pipeline. And you guys just made it easy to say yes. And that's what I personally love about working with Dell channel sales teams is they're focused. They know what they want. They know what they need. They partner up very, very well. And we get stuff done. And it's a win-win.
Well, we have a lot of shared experience in the value that seed units can bring, right? I mean, our partners can get their hands on them. They can put it in their labs. They can actually bring customers, do proof of concepts, and the proof is in the pudding or seeing firsthand how they would perform and the remarkable performance differentiators you're describing on a given customer's workload brings it home and makes it real, right? It's not a lot of white papers around what performances you can reach. So we appreciate the partnership. We listen to our partners intently and they tell us time and time again that these seed unit programs are highly effective for them. And that's why we have the learning and are able to jointly go do that together. One of the other areas When you talk about high-performance computing and the role, some of the advances and innovations you've been able to make with these EPIC processors and jointly developed platforms with Dell is really in the area of research. And, you know, it's difficult given the pandemic reality we're all living in to not appreciate the role that technology and companies like Dell and AMD have on helping the world really tackle these vexing challenges in research. So I know that AMD has been quite active in the research community, particularly in the COVID-19 research and whether it's working on the vaccines. Share just a little bit for our listeners what that program is, what that focus is, and how AMD is making such a meaningful contribution. Thanks for asking that. As I said earlier, I mean, Lisa Sue, our CEO, describes our business as offering high-performance compute. And when COVID hit, there was a number of things that had happened. And, you know, I mean, the shutdown, you name it. There's no reason to relive it. In April of 2020, though, we decided as a company, you know, we needed to take some action. And so we set up a COVID high-performance compute fund. And the purpose of this fund was to really provide research institutions with those computing resources. We were about high-performance compute. You need to crunch data. You want to do it on Epic. And this, this really helped accelerate that medical research into COVID-19. And the goal here was to help researchers not only get a deeper understanding of COVID-19, but also to improve that ability to respond to the future threats here to global health. We've seen some variants hit. And so there's more research, but the whole thing in terms of the vaccine, et cetera, have been kind of critical. And it's been a global type of program. I mean, there's been, I don't know, a couple dozen grantees, I think, in this country, in Europe, Canada, overseas. I mean, it's significant funding for them. I mean, as of, I think, April 15th of this year, we had 20 million in total market value. And this is in Epic processors, and this is the high-end stuff, the 64 core stuff, as well as our GPU. So we're in that data center GPU business as well with Radeon Instinct. And we have this product called MI100. And that is the other sister product that we provided with these uh, grants to this fund. And, you know, the fund covered research really that was revolutionary. I mean, in terms of modeling the virus, how it interacts with the human cells and designing the drugs and the vaccines to counter it. You know, it's not over. 
and we continue to look at this as a viable uh, community effort to support what has to be done, you know, until that time, you know, development continues. There's no question that it's a global challenge and it's going to take a ton of collaboration and coming together by everyone in the community. So what an inspirational way that you're bringing the best to bear of what AMD can offer. So, David, we just appreciate the partnership. It's always fun when we're on a roll and we're seeing the momentum and the growth in the business that we're enjoying together. And I know we're looking forward to a whole lot more in the second half and next year and the year to come. So as we summarize, I like to throw a little curveball and ask everybody a fun question. So share with us, if you will, a fun fact about David, something we might not know, your colleagues wouldn't know, might not be on your resume. What's a fun fact? I don't talk about it much. I went to a, a small maritime college for my undergraduate the program prepared you for jobs at sea. My first job was on this research ship. We did oceanographic research off the West Coast, the north of the Arctic Circle. For a young 20-something, it was a very, very fun job, but it wasn't a normal job. You had crazy hours. The work conditions were completely different any time of the day. It's kind of like Texas weather, but I had a lot of variety. And one of the varieties <laughs> that you always run into is going to be the weather. And the conditions were always changing. I found out I, I liked rough seas. What it felt mostly like was just that whole roller coaster ride. And I thought, wow, this is cool. You know, I'm having fun here. They're paying me for this. And it was a blast. One time, I mean, in particular, it was a night transit. was very, very rough. And the captain, uh, he comes up into the wheelhouse. He's just looking really, really uh, serious. And he really wasn't one for small talk, but I did ask him, you know, hey, what have you been doing this evening? And he kind of paused for a bit, and then he just says, praying. And uh, I looked around, and, you know, a little bit, and I thought, oh, that's, that's an unusual thing to be doing. And he didn't stay long, and he left. And so I was kind of perplexed by it. But when I thought about it, you know, years later, you know, for me, as a young kid, the situational awareness, I was having fun. They were paying me to go on this wild ride. And then I thought about him and thinking, oh, that pressure of command, of security, of, hey, I've got this vessel and I've got 40 people on board that are my responsibility, really kind of drove home a, uh, a point to me. And, and really having kind of evolved in that type of thinking through my years is one of those things that I thought was kind of critical because... The workforce is changing, and, and when you think about that, it's, uh, it's always nice to have that experience and that knowledge that comes with working and growing. And so for me, that was kind of one of those fun things, and I still enjoy going out on boats. I don't go on big ships anymore. It's mostly fishing boats, and if I can go down to the coast and go offshore and fish and have a good time doing it, then uh, it's, a, it's a good day. I'm not sure how confidence building it would be when the captain of the ship tells you on your first voyage that he's praying. I might have taken a little bit of a different tip. But that's absolutely a great one. Well, David, you've been a delight. Thank you so much for you and Team AMD and the partnership that you bring and the opportunity that you're helping create for our partners. So thanks so much for being here. Cheryl, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation with you. I'm going to mark this one off my bucket list 
uh, and uh, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Well, David, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. I know our partners are going to be thrilled to hear from you. And I hope all of you are enjoying the podcast. So please subscribe and give us a review and your feedback. And please join back in the next couple of weeks for our next episode of The Partner Connection. Until then, I hope everyone stays safe and be well. <music>